Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by two of my buddies. Man, am I getting excited, boys, because... When this episode drops, we will be heading to the world, having some fun on the cruise, doing all the good stuff, and both of you will be there, your smiling faces, saying hi to our DDP Today family. So I want to bring you guys into the show, but first, I'm going to start with Mike. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm good. I am pretty much almost in vacation mode. I only have a few more days of work left. Uh, it's going to be long, hard nights for the next couple of days, but when you have that you know, amazing thing on the horizon. It makes it a lot easier. It makes the nights go by faster. It makes your job a little bit easier to tolerate. So I, I, I can't wait. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm a week away from being down at Disney World. Uh, Sammy's bringing her friends. Sarah's bringing her boyfriend. We have the whole caravan coming down. Um, a little inside joke. Uh, Laura got a new car recently, and um, her car is a little smaller than the car we had before. And she was picking on me. She says, well, I don't know if she gets such a small car because, you know, we have a couple of trips coming up and we got a lot of kids coming. I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. So I decided to get a rental car because this way we go down there in a little bit more comfort. And she said, the only reason why you're getting a rental car is because of all of the, the way I pack, the way I have 20 pairs of shoes to go with all of my outfits. So she says, we don't need the car for the comfort. We need it because you don't have enough shoes to, you know, enough shoes in the other car. So that's been the running joke the last couple of days but uh packing getting ready excited and seeing the excitement of my kids and and the family is the uh the best part of an upcoming vacation you and i are on the hey dudes train uh mike and mm-hmm. last night i looked and i'm gonna order them today and this i love it's like owning a black car i love white shoes mm-hmm. now they're impossible because you can only have really true white shoes for a short period of time but I'm ordering a white, white pair of Hey Dudes to take. And, man, they are awesome. I am so excited for them. Um, but you and I agree. Look, the shoes make the uh, outfit. So you got to have some nice shoes to, to rock away in the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, with that said, someone who I know will be in his fancy, fancy flip-flops. And he will uh, – I've never seen someone so excited. He will be on – uh, really, I'm going to say his first cruise with the DDP family, hanging out, experiencing all the fun, and that's on the patron side just to look forward to what we'll be talking about is our upcoming trip, everything we're looking forward to. Joe, dude, I have never seen somebody glowing like you are right now. <laughs> Man, I'm so excited. I hope everybody in the DDP family knows how excited I am. I did post this morning in the uh, the crew. Um, our, our, our cruise uh, fan page on Facebook, uh, the, a cruise compass from Independence of the Seas from like about a couple weeks ago. And I know Lori is all over it. I've been reading it. So I'm getting ready to know what activities or when, when restaurants are open, when the bars are open, how often they're, how long they're open till. Uh, I can't wait. I'm already having issues though. Because this is the thing. I have one pair of Hey Dudes already. Got a pair of 10s. Got the right size. Thank you, Justin, for that assist uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I am worried about bringing too many pairs of shoes now. Mike, I'm in Mike's boat right now. So I have a pair of Hey Dudes. I got a pair of Crocs that kind of look like Hey Dudes. Do I get a third pair? 
And is that too many? No, because, not, not too many at all. Because, because that's the thing. I mean, because then I got to have a pair of dress shoes. You got to have a pair of flip flops. You got to have a pair of sneakers. And then run. I'm going to have like eight pairs of shoes. Okay. Let's, let's go through this really quick this before is... we jump into the show. Okay. I will have a pair of sandals. Okay. I will have two pairs of Hey Dudes. Okay. Three. I'll have tennis shoes. I'll have two pairs of dress shoes. Six. I think that'll get me through. I'm totaling up mine right now. Hold on. You missed so, one. Yeah. I, know, I know you missed one. I missed one? I know you missed one because I'm totaling up mine right now. So I'll have three pairs of Hey Dudes. I will have flip-flops for the pool. I will have dress flip-flops if I go out. Yeah. Golf okay. shoes for the golf outing. Oh, my golf, golf shoes. shoes. Yeah, right. yeah, but you're not going to bring them on the boat, though. I'm and a pair of sneakers. See, i got to have to have two pairs of sneakers because I'm going to work out every day. So I, I, I think, listen, I'm going to bring two pairs of Hey Dudes, a regular pair of Crocs, and then two pairs of flip-flops, golf shoes to stay in the car, a pair of dress shoes, and two pairs of sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm all for it, man. I'm you gonna get a bigger stateroom, bro. Stuff. I don't care. Now you know what I mean. I'm ready. Oh, I let's, love let's, this. Let's, is great. I've been so roll. excited for a trip. The best thing is, guys, is one thing we will not be lacking is the proper shoes to wear to our meetup, July the 10th at 1 p.m. at the Boardwalk. And with that said, that brought today's topic on because look, we love as a show and as a family getting together with you, our DDP Today family, in the parks, around the parks, at Walt Disney World, in the bubble. And it got us talking a little bit about, hey, what are some of the absolute best and worst places to meet up with a large group in Walt Disney World? If you're planning something like this, it does take a lot of kind of consideration and thinking of, hey, some people might not have park tickets. Some places might be tough to park. Um, and people may have a hard time getting to or understanding where it's at. So we want to go through some of our favorite, favorite spots to get together with a large group. But also some of the places you might think this is an incredible place to meet up with a large group, and we're going to say, no, no, you may be wrong, and we're going to tell you why. So, guys, let's start with where our actual meetup is on July the 10th at 1 p.m. We're talking about the Boardwalk. Joe, I'm coming to you because you did a DDP Today meetup at the Boardwalk. That's why we're doing it again. Um, this plays so well, Joe, because at 10 a.m. on July the 10th, we will be playing putt-putt as a family for the kids at Fantasia Gardens, which sits right next to the Boardwalk there. Makes it super convenient. You can park at the uh, at the putt putt and actually walk over to the boardwalk. Makes it really nice. And uh, then at one p.m. we will have our meetup. Joe, whenever we started talking about the boardwalk, why is it such a great place to get a large group of people together? Well, first of all, at the boardwalk, you've got that central area. It's kind of like their Central Park kind of area. They put the astroturf down because they show a lot of movies out there. It's wide open. A lot of people are just coming and going there. But the best part about it is, listen, it's going to be July. It's going to be really hot. The sun uh, is going to be beating down on us. There is also that play, the area underneath um, the upstairs patio uh, where there is the, the lounge chairs uh, and the rockers up there. You could sit downstairs or sit upstairs and get out of the sun and into the shade. So there's plenty of room. Additionally, is if it's in the middle of the day and if you've got kids that are bringing to the meetup or if you want to, you know, listen, it's easy to grab an ice cream from the boardwalk. It's easy to go over to, uh, you know, Screen Door General Store and get a, a soda or a bottle of water. Or like I did last time, I bought a six pack of beer and it was a lot cheaper than uh, you know, buying individual drinks at the bar. You've also got the boardwalk a bakery. You can get your coffee if you have a refillable mug, if you're staying at the boardwalk like we are. So, you got everything right there. You got plenty of room to spread out. There's plenty of chairs, and it's just a great centralized place to meet. Also, if you're in the park and you've got a park reservation at either the studios or at Epcot, look, you could go to the left to go to the studios and go to the right to go to Epcot. So it's a it's a great centralized location. 
lots to do there. You're not kind of like off on an island by yourself. And I think that's why we had a very successful meetup during the springtime surprise run Disney weekend. And I think, you know, with us staying at the boardwalk, it just makes it for a great place to meet up uh, after mini golf uh, during, during our DDP weekend. I think you nailed it with the, uh, with the one part of it. It's pretty much where all the DDP family who are coming in town are staying at. Uh, Mike, we're, we're kind of taking over the boardwalk uh, for this vacation. Yeah, I'm excited. This is my first time staying at the boardwalk. So, uh, you know, anytime you get a new experience when you do a Disney vacation, that's great, especially when you do Disney stuff so often. Anytime you have something new you can add to your, you know, little arsenal of things that you've done is very cool. Uh, our last DDP trip, I stayed at, the, at Bay Lake for the first time, and we loved it. So I'm hoping that I still have that, that, that same love that I had for Bay Lake and boardwalk. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, I haven't been in the boardwalk pool yet, and I'm sure we're going to have some cool pool days there. I know they refurbished that whole slide area, the uh, the angry clown isn't there anymore and it's uh it's supposed to be looking nice so i'm excited to see that but uh but yeah boardwalk sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun and um i've never been to this particular spot like i said i've never stayed at the boardwalk so i am definitely looking forward to seeing all of our ddp family there you know what's cool man too is and joe this is you know this is the first time you've done this like the large group i expect a big big uh showing on july the 10th at 1 p.m we'll have quite a few people there and it's so much fun to get to meet people in person but here's the really fun part too, man, is getting up in the morning and texting everybody and being like, we're going to the pool. And all of a sudden, there's 40 of us sitting at the bar at 11 a.m., having a drink, kids are playing, having a blast, you know, making memories that are going to last a lifetime. Like, that was the highlight of the Walt Disney World portion of our 2019 DDP trip was being at the pool with everybody. I mean, I think that's where, where the most fun came from. So really, really, really looking forward to seeing everybody at the boardwalk. That's 1 p.m. on July the 10th. Um, come out, say hi. You know, we'd love to say thank you for the support and uh, hang out, maybe have a drink and let the kids run around and have some fun. So uh, with that said, there's a lot of great places around Walt Disney World property that uh, we can get big groups together. And especially if you're traveling with a group that may be playing a sport, cheerleading, uh, things like that. Mike, there's a really great spot that we tend to see people congregate to whenever they're traveling as a team. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously my girls have been competitive, you know, for, for since they've been little kids, you know, with, with uh, uh, gymnastics and cheerleading. And uh, All-Star Sports has been one of those places that whenever they come down to the ESPN Wide World of Sports Center to do a some kind of competition, uh, whether it's a uh, baseball team, football, cheerleading, whatever the, whatever the occasion seems to be, is All-Star Sports tends to be the place where the kids and the athletes and the people that are playing tend to, to congregate. And they have some huge huge fields there and they have a lot of you know uh, team meetups in those areas so if you were coming with a sports team or a family or, or one of those type of things a lot of the kids get to practice and sometimes if you've ever stayed there during those times you see the cheerleaders out on the big lawn or you see the football players out you know running some drills so there's quite a few fields and quite a few big open areas that a lot of the parents tend to congregate and kind of maybe make their plans for the day what we're going to do after the competition so all-star sports tends to have a lot of areas where you can get big groups of people Transportation is pretty easy to get to, and you don't need a ticket or some kind of reservation to get there. So that tends to be one of a, a really good place for people that are down, maybe first-time people that are coming down there for a, uh, you know, for a competition or some kind of sporting event. That's a good place for them to kind of meet up with everybody and kind of get a game plan for the day. No, you're 100% right. I mean, it really is. And you see it. I mean, Disney even recognizes the fact that it's a great spot for large groups whenever they do these bookings. 
with these massive teams and and uh, you know schools and things like that, bringing them into these locations because they do understand these large green spaces make it easy for these uh, kids to run around and be rambunctious. You know, they're not running around the pool at the Riviera. You know, like that would not be the best place for them to all be just going crazy over there. So really, really, really good. Uh, speaking of pools, Joe, the one thing that I absolutely love and I think a great place for uh, people to get together is the resort pools. And there's some really, really great ones out there. What would be one of your favorites if you have to pick? Uh, you can't say Saratoga, by the way, um, to uh, go and have a group get together at one of the resort pools. Yeah, I would definitely view a resort that is not as busy, right? So if I can't pick Saratoga or Old Key West, because you want to have some space where you can get a bunch of lounge chairs together. Uh, so I would say the pools I would not want to meet at would be a Storm Along Bay, um, the volcano pool at the Polynesian. Um, I'm trying to think. The boardwalk pool, I think, is a great pool because it's got a lot of room to expand. Uh, but I would say maybe like something like, for an example, the Beach Club Villas pool for the DVC side, where it's off to the side there. It doesn't get a lot of traffic. Those, you know, it's got a hot tub in the corner. Those are the kind of pools that you want to go and meet at, where you have some space. You're not really bothering anybody. If you're a little bit loud, um, it's no big deal. That's the kind of setting that you're look. You want to look for. You know, what? even the All Star pools. If you're staying at like you know, you just spread out through the all-star resorts. You may pick all-star music in the middle and you pick, or if you're at pop century, you pick like the bowling ball pool, which is not the main pool, but it's the pool to the side where you can get some chairs, get a lot of people together. That's the kind of pools you kind of want to meet at. Uh, you definitely don't want to be at those, at those higher end, really popular pools. Cause then it's just, it just becomes almost too stressful. So that's what I would say is the, the lo- lesser traveled pools would be the ones that you definitely want to meet at. And also preferably something with a walkable bar, uh, to go mm-hmm. get a cocktail would definitely be uh, something you want to do. One thing, too, it's one of those things where you can't really do any of the pools that require either a wristband or they have people Correct, checking in. Yes. Storm Along is one of those, you know, with, with the beach club where they're checking you in, they're making sure because it does have that outside access to the boardwalk area. Um, and also, I mean, you, I agree, don't do the poly. It's just, it's not really a unique, um, not unique is the wrong word to use. It's not really a great location for a large group. One of the ones that I really think, and I think Michael will agree with me, is that even though it's pretty far away, the Animal Kingdom Lodge pools have some really great spaces for large groups. Yeah, uh, Kidani Pool was one of the pools that yep. I was thinking of that came to mind. Uh, it pretty much has a little bit of everything. They have a splash pad for the kids. It's kind of off the beaten path. They definitely have a beverage station, so whether you want to have an adult beverage or the kids want to fill up one of their resort mugs, they have those there. And um, the pool's got a slide. And you, see, you tend to see that a lot of the... The non-main pools tend to not have as many of the uh, additional things. They're just kind of like pools that are out there. Uh, Saratoga, especially, they have you know the main pool where everybody goes to where the horses are, but they have the little side pools that are in some of the sub-little areas. Those are just kind of just basic pools, you know, something you would see in a normal backyard. For Kidani to have their secondary DVC less crowded pool and to have all of the things that it has there, like I said, a splash pad, a, you know, a drink area and a slide is pretty good. And being that it's off the beaten path pretty much, that tends to be a little less crowded pool. I know when we go to stay at Animal Kingdom, whether we're staying at Jambo House or at Kidani, the Kidani pool tends to be the pool that we like to uh, enjoy the most. If I, if I could jump in, Justin, I got two more, and Mike brought up some great points about pools that are kind of off the beaten path that are great places to meet. I would say one would be uh, the Contemporary has three pools. got a DVC pool, the main pool, and there's a pool that's kind of set in the back. It's kind of more like a quiet pool. That's a great place to meet up. And one that I think is very overshadowed that really people don't think about is the pool at the Swan and Dolphin. 
The Poulton Swan. Oh, okay, dolphin. interesting. So it's I've never fantastic. been to the Swan and Dolphin. So so explain this to me why it's a great location. It's it's just because it's kind of in that same general area at Nine Theory. You're supposed to be staying at the Swan or Dolphin to utilize that pool, but it's got the rock uh, ledge where you got some chairs that kind of hidden behind it. You've got the waterfalls coming across. It just doesn't get the attention everything at the swan and dolphin doesn't get the attention because it's not a quote-unquote disney resort it's a huge size pool it's great it's great for families it's great it's got plenty of space to meet up and uh, it's in a centralized location so i would definitely think that's a pool that is definitely overlooked that's awesome yeah that is that is a really good one um so i'm gonna take us to our next one because look in 2019 we took about 80 people to this spot for our meetup and i think this is on our list this may be one of the top two or three out there to have a group go and enjoy an amazing meetup because of its location, because of its options for food and drinks, because of the view that you get. And I'm talking about heading over to Wilderness Lodge and going to Artist Point. Mike, this played so well for our 2019 vacation and our 2019 meetup. Everyone had a blast. Everyone had some beverages. The kids had space to run around and have some fun. Uh, we got to see some fireworks over the Magic Kingdom, over the uh, you know over the the trees there. Um, really, really, I think Artist Point is one of the best places on Walt Disney World property to get together as a large group. Yeah, I'd been there previously before because I'd stayed at Wilderness Lodge, and I knew that that was going to be a fantastic place to do that kind of meetup. Uh, the area right down there by the water is tremendous. It never really fills up. Uh, they have the great quick serve right there also. Uh, besides the, the fireworks, you get the, the ambiance of the boats going by, and you get the uh, electric parade at night with the uh, the, 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 lit up, the light up boats with the music yeah, going in the background. Yeah, that, yeah, that was fantastic. We got to see that as well too. Um, and I think – and. For something that's near the water and so hot, it, was, it wasn't it was that buggy as I thought it would be. Nope. There was a little bit of bugs here and there, but it wasn't that bad. But to have something near the water with that kind of view, with that kind of ambiance, and be able to have that many people come, not need a reservation, not need a park ticket, I just think it was one of the perfect spots so that anybody and everybody, even if you were a local, even if you were staying you know, somewhere off Disney property, you had access to that area. And I thought it was a great place for a meetup. And um, we have the pictures to prove it because it was a great place. The great Aaron White, um, who who uh, I, you know has been such a great part of this family and a great friend to us for a long, long time now. He um, kind of I don't I don't know if Aaron started his journey as a CM here, but he he worked there um, whenever I first was starting to get to know Aaron, and now he he's worked his way up really well through the chain, uh, doing doing very well, and we're very proud of you, Aaron. Um, he uh, um, when he worked there, and I remember going. They put in these lights, and he, Aaron, the only reason I bring up Aaron is Aaron can attest to this. They put up these lights in the bar area, right, Joe? And it was sitting right behind the bottles of liquor. So that way at night, it would shine through the bottles of liquor and kind of, you know, really accent, oh, we have this type of tequila or this type of rum or whiskey or stuff like that. The problem is when you do that in Central Florida in the middle of July and you turn those lights on at sun, sunset, all of a sudden, I was there on a vacation, and there were probably, and I'm not not going you know, out on a limb here, there were probably 3,000 of the love bugs all over that bar. So you can Little tell, to say, I don't think those lights exist anymore. You could tell, so you could tell that the person that designed that or made the decision to install that is not a Southerner because I know everybody <laughs> on my block, and I'm sure it kind of bodes the same way for you guys in South Carolina, but uh, we have the yellow bug lights 
yes. down here in Florida, and it's kind of a must. And it's funny. I know in our neighborhood, there's so many people that don't have it. Their lanterns outside are just full of bugs. They do make a huge difference. Uh, so I, they don't look as nice, obviously. So the person who put that in the bar, yeah, it looks great, but in certain buggy kind of season, especially with that being so close to the water, not a good idea. So there's a reason why there are yellow lights all over Florida in the south because uh, it's a necessity. But it's a shame because it probably looked really nice, gave it a little bit of class, class up at night, kind of brings to the ambiance, you know. But unfortunately, yeah. I'd rather maybe not have to spray DEET all over myself and uh, because you lit up the bar. So, Well, uh, the one thing, too, is so you know what I did, Joe, years ago? Little by little, I transitioned every light bulb in the house, almost every light bulb, um, to Wi-Fi bulbs. And so they'll work with the A-L-E-X-A. I have one right sitting right here next to me, so I can't say it out loud or it'll start screaming at me. Um, and so I just make the colors outside that yellow during the summer and f- spring, summer, fall. And then in the winter, they're like green and red flashing for Christmas and like all that kind of stuff. So you can change the colors to whatever you need, which makes it really nice. Um, this is not an ad for, for Wi-Fi bulbs. Um, moving to our next one. Mike, you, you, brought, you brought this one on because this is another spot in 2019 that we met up. This is actually the first time that we really spent a lot of time with our brother Dave um, in 2019, getting to know him and becoming really close. And now, you know, he's like family. Dave actually, Dave apologizes he cannot be here. Um, he is in Rwanda doing mandolin lessons this week. Um, so he will, he's trying to get back, um, but he is practicing the mandolin this week. Um, Sure, that was this week. I thought he was going for creative toenail clipping designs. Was that it? Okay, that I couldn't remember if which was, one was which. So was, yeah, was, uh, yeah, it was. You know, it was. It, it is what it is. I'm just kidding. Dave is doing very well. He's very very busy leading up to the uh, the trip because you know he works a lot. Um, Dave is actually at Vero Beach right now, um, and he's there for three days. And I'm saying that because I want to wish Victoria a very 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 happy birthday. They're there celebrating her birthday. We love you guys very much. We hope you have an amazing couple days together as a family uh, and enjoy it there. But he will be um, around for all the DDP stuff as often as he can in the parks, and he will be on the cruise as well. So he's looking forward to hanging out with everybody really soon. Um, With that said, the one time we did get to meet Dave and started to become really close with Dave was at Tambu Lounge. Mike, this was a great addition, and a lot of people don't realize that this may be a good spot for a large group to meet up. Yeah, you know, we actually had other places in mind, and we'll talk about the other place that we were planning on going to that we couldn't get into. This, this, became, this kind of became our second choice, uh, because, but it wound up being a fantastic choice because we were able to have our big group there. Uh, they have some fantastic drinks, as we all had the Lapu Lapus. Uh, it was great. It's kid-friendly, so if you're there with kids, there's plenty of stuff for them to do. It's, it's a monorail ride away. I mean, anything on the monorail is pretty easy to get to. Uh, you know, parking's pretty easy there at the Poly. You don't need a, you know, a reservation or a resort or a a theme park ticket to go there. And a great ambiance. I mean, you have the Polynesian, you have some fantastic, you know, the beautiful lobby, you can take some pictures in. So I think that was a great place to have that fantastic meetup with everybody there because we couldn't get into that other place that we'll mention later. Yeah, it really was great. And the great... (laughs) I love the great Rick Reagan. You know, that's become his bar. I, I think Rick may own that bar, to be honest. I think that's the that's that's his, and that's just when we go, we'd say, Mr. Reagan, how are you? Um, oh, speaking of, not to hijack the show, but it's kind of what I do. Guess what I did last night, Mike? What'd you do? I watched The Godfather for the first time ever. The Godfather for the first time? Wow. What about Goodfellas? Have you seen Goodfellas I, yet? I haven't seen Goodfellas either. Oh, Goodfellas is watch together. I watched The Godfather. For the first time? First time ever. I've not, still not seen the second or third one. You're not missing much with those. Yeah. 
It was really good. I enjoyed it. It's a mm. little wordy. There was no action sequences. Yeah, yeah. Goodfellas is the one we have to watch together. That that's a must. <laughs> Mike, Mike, would you say Goodfellas is better than I think Goodfellas is better than Godfather? I love. I God. think Goodfellas is better than Godfather. Goodfellas yeah. is so good, Justin. It's so good. It's one of those Here, ones that like, invest- I have to watch it when it's on. Here's how invested I am with Goodfellas. The reason I say this is like you know I just think of Rick like the Godfather of of uh, Tambu Lounge. Um, I I even bought Goodfellas because I promised Mike for years I would watch it. That's like I promised Jay that I would watch Monty Python. I still haven't done that either. It's probably the second movie that I've watched more than Star Wars. Interesting. But you know what? I also watched The Meg with Jason Statham. Was that the, with the shark? Yeah. <laughs> I love terrible shark movies. They're so good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Let's move on. Um, somewhere you're not going to have to worry about a megalodon attacking you and Jason Statham saving your life is our next one, Joe. And this is another place we did in 2019. Took a lot of people up here. It is kind of designated just for DVC members, and it is at this point for reopening, going in an extremely um, expensive uh, evening out, which maybe we'll chat a little bit on the patron side. And we're talking about Top of the World, Joe. Great spot, amazing place to get a large group together. Yeah, it is. First of all, you got the outside area, which is great. Um, plenty of seating inside. It's nice having your own bar um, inside. It, it really, it's a it's a great place. You know, you don't have to, it, you ha- there is some sort of exclusivity to that place where you have to ha- know a member or be a member staying on points at the time. So it's not just like any uh, what was the word that you called uh, Justin on one of our split stage shows? The uh, looky lose. There's no looky lose. The looky lose. There's yeah. no looky lose coming by and just popping in for a drink. Like you have to make a concerted effort. They do check your card when you go up there. But it is a great place. You combine it with maybe seeing some fireworks at night or the electrical water pageant at, at a certain type of evening. Uh, it's easy access from a monorail ride from the Magic Kingdom or a boat ride wherever you're staying at Seven Seas Lagoon or somewhere else. So it's got a lot going for itself and it's fun. It, it's one of those places where there's not a lot of places you get that that exclusive view of the magic kingdom and of a great sunset and just of the, of the views of the new beautiful Polynesian tower. It's going to be going up. So there's a lot of things going for you there. Uh, when you have a, a, a meetup there, but, uh, I love it. It's great. I'm excited for it to open. Um, not hundred percent excited about the event that's going to be happening to open it up, but that's a story for another show. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's a great place and, uh, always good for a good meetup there. You can definitely hold a lot of people. Mike, we had such a good time up there, and we had the best server. Uh, if you remember, she was fantastic, you know, interacted with us, and we kind of just took over those side booths and, and had drinks and had appetizers and really got to know each other. You know, here, here's the thing. Here's the funny thing, guys, about doing the show. Now, it's a little different now than it used to be years ago. Because years ago, you know, Mike was in New York, and Jay was all the way across the world in, you know, Wisconsin. And, you know, even since we've, you know, changed the show to GDP today, like, you know, Joe's still south, I'm here, you know, Mike's a little further north. But but back in the day, we didn't see each other other than the amount of time we talked on the phone and the amount of time that we saw each other on Zoom. So whenever we had time to get together in the parks, like that's when these bonds really, you know, were sealed of, of this brotherhood. Now it's a little more nice because now we see each other a lot more in person than we used to. And that really makes it, um, you know, really, really nice. But to being at Top of the World in 2019 was really where I think, Mike, we kind of cemented these relationships with a lot of the DDP family. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I and mean, we were up there quite a bit. I mean, we, we spent pretty much every night there. I think that was kind of the staple that we all kind of knew, hey, we're going there tonight uh, before we kicked off the rest of the night. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, listen, the, uh, when the bartender knows your order before you, as you're walking in the door and they have your drink ready for you before you even sit down was pretty cool. We had our own specific spot. Uh, I don't know if they kind of left it for us, but we had that one little corner yeah. over there. Um, we pretty much had the same spot every night, but yeah, I mean, it was it was great too. Listen, we we chat online, we see each other's pictures, and we you know we we kind of know each other what's going on in their family, and you guys hear us every week and know all the little details. But it was nice to be able to see the people that we interact with on a somewhat basis to see, hear and talk about some of the details in their life that we don't hear about because we don't hear them every week. You know, we just see their the brief overview of their life with their pictures and their Disney vacations. It's nice to be able to connect and have those little extra moments where they can. Really really give you the details on their life and what's going on with them and you know how much somebody enjoyed something that you really can't portray in a picture or in a, or in a social media post that's perfectly put buddy perfectly put that's why it's a great spot um for for and who knows we may end up there at some point on this trip um i'm gonna skip the next one on my list because i want to save it for last because i think this the next one may be a must do um for the ddp trip because we are kind of labeling it as the ddp meetup spot um but i'm gonna go to the next one on my list and that's an interesting one. Joe, you added this one to the list, and that is Gasparilla Grill. Why is this a great spot for a large group to get together? Well, first of all, uh, you know, I've been involved with resortloop.com, you know, years ago with Tim and Bob and great people. And we did a meetup there with the Looper Nation, and it turned out to be a, a fantastic spot. You've got Gasparilla Island there, which is, you know, it's a quick service. You've got drinks there, uh, easy access to the monorail, especially now with the with the walkway being open. Uh, it's walkable from the Magic Kingdom as well. Plenty of room to spread out. That's the whole thing. A lot of these places we're talking about, there is plenty of room for you to spread out, not be on top of other families or other groups. Uh, the last thing you want to do is impede on somebody else's vacation as well. Plenty of room outside of the patio area, Gasparilla Island Grill. Uh, also, the marina is right there, so you got great views of the, the boats coming in and out. Uh, the Grand One sitting right there. You've got the monorails passing behind you. Uh, it's just a great spot, and uh, we it was very successful meetup we had there one time. It was easily accessible, like I said before, and uh, it's somewhere where uh, you know we uh, we we did a, a, a part of a live show there. And uh, we didn't bother anybody. And it was actually a lot of people were coming by and saying, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're having a meetup. This is probably back in 2016. And uh, it just was a great spot. So kind of speaking from personal experience, just like as you guys are speaking from with uh, Top of the World and Tambu Lounge, uh, this was one that was very successful uh, for us. And it's something that I would definitely, uh, if we were you know, in that, staying in that neighborhood or looking for a different spot, I think it would be a great place for everybody to meet up uh, just because it's got a lot of space and it's a great location as well. Do you all, whenever you think Top of the World, always sing the song, Top of the World, I'm looking down on creation. And, uh, mm -mm. I don't even know that song. Yeah, I don't even know Come either. on. <laughs> How you not know that song? What's wrong with you? Um, I've, I, look, I've been by Gasparilla Grill, but I've never been over there. But it is a good space over there um, to do it. And uh, before we go to our, our final one, because we're chatting about it quite a bit, about the best places on Walt Disney World property to get a large group together. Another one you added, Joe. Uh, was Outer Rim. Uh, explain where is it at and why is it a great spot? Outer Rim is at Disney's Contemporary Resort. It's located in the Grand Canyon Concourse. It's that small little lounge bar area right next to Chef Mickey's and the uh, and, and the uh, Contempo Cafe on the Grand Canyon Concourse. I've met up with many people there. We met up with a lot of uh, other podcasters there, and uh, it's just got great views. It's got a nice bar there. Uh, it's easily accessible. 
And um, Liz is fantastic there. Liz is one of my favorite waitresses or servers in all of Walt Disney World. She's been at the Contemporary for probably 30 years or 40 years. She's been there forever. She's just such a sweetheart. You'll get the best service there. It's just a very cool, chill place. If you're driving there, it's easily drivable. They let you in the park. Believe it or not, at the Contemporary, if you're going there for a dinner. It's a great place for uh, drinks before dinner as well. If you're having uh, going to the California Grill, Um it's a great place to grab a drink there as well if the bar area up in the California Grill is a little bit too busy. But we just love it. Um, it's a great place we've met before. And I just think it's over, overlooked a little bit. And if you're doing a group photo, there's plenty of space in front of the Mary Blair mural uh, to get a group photo in front of it. That's always a nice uh, you know, keepsake or memento from a, a great uh, from a great meetup. So, yeah, to, uh, Outer Rim Lounge at the uh, Grand Canyon Concourse, uh, I definitely recommend it. Fantastic. Um, we saved the best for last. I, I think, look, we have majority here, right? The DDP Today show is a democracy, okay? And majority rules on this show, and we have the majority. Are we ready to vote right now and say that the last space on our list of the best places to meet up with a large group at Walt Disney World is going to be the official meetup spot? Not saying that we're going to have every meetup there, but the official spot of DDP Today. And we are talking Stargazers, hidden gem of Disney Springs, I love it. We've been there multiple times. Mike, I'm coming to you first. Are you ready to vote yes on making Stargazers the official meetup spot for DDP today? Yeah, I mean, it's got some sentimental value to me. It's the first place I met Dan Rossi, so that, that always holds a uh, warm place in my heart. <laughs> and, I guess I'll uh, vote no now. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my sarcasm, I'm sure. He didn't, no, we love Dan, obviously. But yeah, no, that was I'd never been there previ- you know, prior to that. Uh, I've kind of passed by it a few times and seen it being empty. Um, I don't think I'm surprised it's lasted as long as it has. I don't see it being a popular place in Disney Springs with all the other stuff they have there. But, uh, but yeah, and then listen, our last time that we all got to hang out, it was great you know you me dave and joe and uh we had some fantastic uh cast members there that really helped us out and we had an absolute blast and i think it's a great place with a lot of room great view you can kind of people watch from there and i think it's definitely one of the, a very overlooked spot and i'm surprised that more people don't use it use it or utilize it joe we had an amazing evening out as host and we we uh the great rick reagan was was with us as well um we went to the boardwalk we ate way too much food but then we went to the what I think is going to be. You have two votes, and you got to be the third deciding vote. The official place of DDP today, Stargazers, buddy. It's a hidden gem. Like people don't go there. I don't know why. Great. It's the only place I think at on Disney property you really can have drink specials um, and go get really great. You know, some appetizers and and also drinks and have a great people watching spot. Where do you stand, buddy, on Stargazers being one of the best places in Walt Disney World to get a large group together? Well, if my vote will tell you that I hope that the DDP Today uh, t-shirt shop will have a Stargazers t-shirt, I think I, that will tell you what my vote's going to be. I definitely think it's yes. Uh, Mike hit the nail on the head. I, mean, I can't really add much more to what he said. It's sentimental value. That was an amazing night. We broke bread that night all together as a group. We were a new group coming together. Um, so it's got a lot of sentimental value, as Mike said. It's overlooked. Great people watching spot. You never have to wait for a drink at that bar. I mean, we essentially owned nope. that bar when we were in there. The cast members, I think they don't get as much traffic in there, so they will give you the attention. Like, they will over give you the attention. So, like, they were so happy that we were there, and they couldn't do enough for us. They do memory, guys. There was a small little stage in there. They have entertainment as well. So yeah. it's not just you sitting in, like, this random area. There, There is entertainment there. And I think it's one of those things where – 
you know, for years I've been a big Saratoga fan and now Saratoga's kind of got this new popularity. Maybe us finding this hidden gem at Stargazers will start to bring it to the forefront and more people will know about it and maybe it'll become more and more popular. Maybe we're trendsetters here for, you know, resurrecting places that are not super popular, but I love it for sentimental value. It's got a great location. It's get you out of the sun too as well. Good people watching and I can't wait to go back there. It's just, it's our, it's our spot. Nobody else, no other podcast or shows talk about it. It's DDP Today's spot, and it's ours. It's Stargazers. 100%. It's located. It's it's an arm extension of Planet Hollywood right there. It sits underneath it. It's shaded, like Joe said. But also, it looks out over Springs, and it's a great location. I don't understand why people don't go. I hope if you're listening to our voice right now, and you have a trip planned, and you like to go to Springs and maybe stop in for a beverage, stop in and tell them DDP Today sent you. Um, they will not give you any discount at all other than what you have. Um, but <laughs> they <laughs> just let them know that someone out there loves them very much uh, and that we will be there real soon to see them. Guys, that's some of the best ones we've we've kind of talked about, discussed, to have a large group to get together. Because you do got to think about those things. You have to think about transportation. You have to think about location. You have to think about, you know, what do they offer you as a large group? Can I, you know, mingle and, and have a good time as a large group? Is it going to cost money, you know, just to get in? So those are the things. Let's talk about some of the not great places to meet up really quickly at Walt Disney World that a lot of people might think this is a good spot to get a big group together. I'm going to start with the first one. And the reason I know it's not a good spot to get a big group together is, one, I've been there multiple times. I know how many people it sits. It's not very many. But, two, we tried to do it on 2019 DDP trip, and it did not work. And that's how we found Tambu Lounge and really enjoyed that. I am talking, Mike, about the great Trader Sam's. Yeah, great place if you can get in. Great place if you're there with a couple of people. But it's really hard to get in there with a large group. I want to say there, I'd have to ask Aaron. He would know what the actual occupancy is. It's not much. And um, I, I've never gone there and not had to wait for a table. You know, they give you the typical pagers, and they can tell you it could be an hour, an hour and 20 minutes. So uh, real tough, real tough to get into, real tough to uh, have a big group there, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, Joe, it's, it's one of the best lounges on property. I think everyone should do it. You just can't do it if you're in a larger group. No. And I would say this. it's I, I want you to take that back. It's not one of the best lounges. It's one of the best experiences. As a yes, lounge, thank it's, you. it's yeah. frustrating yeah. because it's a frustrating experience. It's hard enough to go there with two people. If it was the six of us with all of our spouses, it would be hard to get in there, let alone a, a large group. To me, it's very frustrating, but I understand when people are in there, they don't want to leave. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's that much fun. The drinks are really good. The cast members are amazing in there. But again, it's one of those things where you sacrifice size for experience. If it was a larger experience, it would not be nearly as good. But it's that intimate, quaint experience with, you know, the the different drinks you're ordering and, and the tiki gods going nuts. That's what makes it fun and exciting and, and special. But yeah, for a large group, it's unless you're going there right and waiting in line at the opening. If not, then it's 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 not gonna happen. Well, the next two I'm going to roll together, okay? Because I think they it's for the same reason that these two are on the list of the not great places to meet up with a large group. And that's La Cava and Maria and Enzo's Hideaway. I mean, both of these are extremely small. There's not a lot of space. Mike, talking about La Cava, I mean, we got a few people in there the last time. We actually got a table. I think there was maybe eight of us. And it's I don't know if you were with us. I think it was me and Jay and a couple other people. I don't remember. Were you with us on that one? No, I missed you by a day for that one. 
That's what it was. Okay. Um, we got a few people in, but it was a real hassle. And Marine Enzo's Hideaway, you know, if you've not been, extremely cool spot um, to go in, get some, you know, appetizer, a nice drink. But if you have a large group, just for the sheer size, Joe, it's not, it just doesn't work. Yeah, I would say La Cava, first of all, is probably the worst. La Cava is probably worse than Trader Sam's because you're getting Epcot traffic coming in. So to go over to the Apollo, you actually have to making a conscious effort to get there. But La Cava, you're getting every looky loo coming over from you know World Showcase coming and stopping at La Cava, and it seats maybe like eight or ten people. Like it, it's probably a little bit more than that. But um, Marian Enzo's Hideaway never been. I can't speak to that. I've been to the main restaurant, mm, okay. but I've not been to the Hideaway, so I can't speak to that. Uh, but from what you're describing, uh, and for you to put it on this list, I can't imagine that it's it's a pleasant experience. It's a little bigger than Trader Sam's, and it's definitely bigger than La Cava, but it's right. not huge. I would say I'm ballparking. I would say there's maybe 15 tables. In okay, there. it's definitely bigger than La Cava. I think La Cava seats 20 people total. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, La Cava, it's in, you're in and out and taking your drink with you. Yeah. I mean, that's you know that's just what it is. Um, very, very cool spot. You know, it's hidden. A lot of people don't even know what's down there um, unless you're a Disney fan. But yeah, it's, it's definitely not meant for a large meetup. Um, moving to, uh, let's talk about another one to kind of get away from restaurants for a split second. Uh, let's talk about, <laughs> when you think about parks, there are certain lands that you should never, ever plan a huge meetup in, even if everyone has tickets, even if everyone has park reservations. Mike, I'm talking fantasy land. Uh, yeah, Laura and I kind of nicknamed the uh, we nicknamed that the land of tantrums. There tends to be a lot of kids in that area, a lot of young kids in that area. Uh, that place mid afternoon, you can have quite a few kids having you know breakdowns and being just melting in the Florida sun. Uh, it's always crowded. There's always a large crowd. There always seems to be overflow from the lines from you know whether it's Small World, whether it's Peter Pan. That whole general area in there, as beautiful it is, and is a nice area to possibly meet up in a land. Uh, I think that'll probably be one of the worst places because uh, just traffic just the amount of lack of you know sit down space i think that's an area where you wouldn't want to meet uh rough rough place to meet somebody for the first time it's loud man there's there's no way i get nervous walking through now that i have an older child you know we don't spend a ton of time in fantasy land i get like anxious i'm like oh my goodness like we don't do a stroller anymore um so it's it's definitely uh definitely an experience um going staying in the park though and going back over to epcot joe Rose and Crown for me is one of my favorite spots at Epcot. It is, I, I kind of mentioned this on the last show. We were talking a little bit about food and wine and stuff like that. And I prefer to buy a full drink and then go around and taste food instead of buying like the little three ounce drinks around, you know, the, the like food and wine stations or flower and garden stations. So I always go to, to Rose and Crown. I always get a snake bite. It's my favorite beverages. Um, and then I will walk around. So I love this place, but it is a terrible spot for a large group. Yeah. Well, first of all, it's combining, it's got a small restaurant in there where you've got people that actually want to sit down and meet. It's also part of those, um, uh, the packages like the, uh, the dinner and the, the show packages they have mm-hmm. you know, throughout the years. Um, and then you're also getting people that just want to go to like a bar bar and order drinks. And to me, the first thing I think of Rose and Crown is putting 10 pounds in a five pound bag. Like they're just shoving people in there. It's hard to get a drink. 
you could barely get in there just to get a drink, let alone to have a meetup and have conversations and to be like in the same area. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's not good. It's a small place. It's an in and out kind of spot. Just as you said, you do with, uh, with food and wine, you're getting your large beverage, your, your snake bite and, uh, and, and moving on. So it's just not a good place. But you would think so like, Oh, it's meet at the pub in the UK. It'd be, it'd be great. No, it's not. There's too much going on there. Not enough room. It's definitely larger. It's not as large for what they're doing, which was going on there. It should be a larger place, but it's not. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely better places to meet in Epcot than, uh, than Rosen crown. That's for sure. Speaking of staying in the parks, Mike, let's go over to one of your favorite spots. And that is to going on planet, going to Batu. And heading over to Ogus Cantina, not only do you have a two-drink uh, maximum, you have a 45-minute window that they kind of want you to adhere to, and it's extremely small. Ogus may be one of – it may be worse than Trader Sam's to try to take a large group to. Yeah, I got a uh, reservation for that, which is also the hard part. I got a reservation for that on my Epcot day uh, at 9 o'clock at night. So I'm keeping the reservation because I don't know how my Epcot day is going to be. Uh, if I, you know, I want to get my last taste of Hollywood Studios before we, you know, before we you know, head back on Monday, uh, I'm going to try and do that. So that's why I'm keeping that reservation. Uh, like I said, tough reservation to get, small area, and uh, they, they throw you out after 45 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, they're like – there's no conversation. It's like get your drink, drink it, get another one, drink it, get out. You know, that's the they could really work on their manners there uh, in Batu. It's not really the best spot, but I saved this last one for Joe because whenever I kind of thought of this one and I added this one to the list, I thought you would have some kickback on me. I thought you may fight me for this one, but you kind of agreed with me that this is not. Although in premise it may seem like wow, this may be a the, the one of the best spots to get a big group together to have some fun, food, drinks, all that kind of stuff. It really is one of the worst, and that is Splitsville. Joe, it's hard to get a lane, and I just, I've never had a great experience with even just trying to take my family and maybe another family over there with getting in and, uh, and getting, I can't imagine trying to do it with a large group of people. Yeah, first of all, it's expensive. Like if you're gonna go in there, and you're gonna you're gonna want a bowl, right? So that's it's it's a pricey meetup spot. They have made it a little bit easier, Justin, going forward with making some reservations online if you want to reserve a lane in advance. But when you're doing a large meetup, people are coming and going at different times, and to coordinate that many people at the same time, it's just not possible. Additionally, if you've got a large meetup, they only have four. They do in, I think, two pairs. So, like, the lanes, it's not your traditional bowling alley if you don't know. They do, like, sets of four. So there's four lanes here, four lanes over here. It's not like you can have large groups where you can have, like, five or six pairs of lanes together. So you're going to be split up as a group as well. So you're not going to get that intimate experience where you're kind of interacting with everybody. You're going to be kind of, like, you know, married to the lane that you're on. Um, or, you know what I'm saying, like, you just – or everybody's not going to show up at the same time and you're going to be like, well, we can't hold this lane for you. There's, it's just too many factors that are going into it. So as much as I love bowling, um, it's just, it's not, it sounds like a fun idea, but it's probably not the easiest to pull off. And it's probably one of the more expensive ones to pull off as well. So I would say, yeah, Splitsfield, not the best place for a large meetup. Yeah, Splitsville is a place that I haven't been before. It's something that I definitely want to check out on one of my vacations, but I could definitely see how that could be a you know a, a, a tough place to meet. You know, have a big group. Um, you know, regardless, any of these big group meetups, you know, one of the fantastic things is getting to meet people that you don't know before and taking pictures of those things. And we've had some amazing pictures of some great greet, some great meetups, and some great people that got to hook up together and have some fun in the parks. Uh, you know what? And they posted it on our DDP Today Facebook page. We have some great pictures on that page. And it brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. 
It's time for it's time us to for get us our picks, get of, the our week. picks of the week. Justin, tell me, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, my pick of the week this week has to do with our last episode where we talked about some of the scents in Walt Disney World and the smells that you might get. And it's going to Kevin Hopkins. He says, as an owner of a haunted attraction, I really look to Disney and draw inspiration on how they do the little things to immerse guests into their world and how they train all the cast members from top to bottom to treat guests special and make their visits memorable. And he was talking about our last episode, how they now in their haunted attraction do the same thing Disney does using scents. Um, to to kind of create that scare, create that feel as you enter different scenes. And I absolutely love the fact that someone can take something that Disney does and implement it into something that you know they do on the, in their own personal life and it be so successful. So really, really love that, uh, Kevin. And it, look, it's a great uh, time for me to talk about, too. He's talking about doing a haunted attraction. We have officially announced the Universal Unleashed, our sideshow, uh, Universal Unleashed Knights of Fear 2022 package. Guys, this thing is going to be so much fun. September the 14th through the 18th in Universal, we're doing an amazing, amazing package. It includes a four-night stay at Universal Studios Orlando Resorts, a Halloween Horror Nights ticket with Halloween Horror Nights Express Pass, a SeaWorld Hallow Scream ticket with Front of the Line uh, Fear Pass Extreme, meaning you get unlimited access to not only the houses, but also to the attractions that are open at the time, and also a three-day two-park Universal Orlando ticket. We can, of course, modify this package as you need, but you have to book through Away With Me Travel to be a part of this amazing group that will go for Universal Unleashed Nights of Fear event. Mr. Dan Rossi and myself will be taking care of you, and you can reach us at Universal Unleashed Podcast at gmail.com get a hold of us we'll get you a quote and we will get you set up and we can't wait to see you in the parks uh to go for this amazing knights of fear event 2022 first time ever be some amazing swag and uh you can you can stand in front of me as i go through the houses and scream in your ear uh bloody terror super excited about this guys before we we come back to you for for um your your picks this is going to be an amazing event mike I loved it, man. We had a great time at Universal and a great time doing the Howl's Scream, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I sh- I'm, I'm trying to rearrange my days. I'm supposed to be in the police academy those couple of weeks. I have to go for some academy training, but I'm going to try and make it so that I can go down there because I had such a great time the last time, and uh, if I can maneuver the days around, I'm going to. Uh, so yeah, fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. Joe, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, first of all, I just want to piggyback on that. Not happy about this, Justin, because you know Why? I'm going to be in Vero when this is going on. I know, I know. I see the dates, and you're like, so oh man. The yeah. FOMO is in full effect. This thing hasn't even happened yet. So, but it sounds like an awesome time. So, hope everybody who is able to go, uh, you know, goes and has a good time. So, can, can, before you get your pick, real quick, sure. I do need to mention this is an adults-only trip. Um, 18 and over. So if anyone's looking to book, it's only for adults. So I just want to throw that out there real quick. So I will say my pick of the week, Mike and Justin, goes to Adrienne Rohde. Uh, first of all, she said uh, she joined this group of the DDP family a few years ago to get ideas about Disney. So first of all, so glad that you joined this group and became a part of this family just as I did a year and a half ago. So awesome to have you here. Uh, it looks like she hit up the Herner family. It looks like multiple generations hit up the Magic Kingdom twice, hit up Animal Kingdom, Epcot, and Hollywood Studios. Uh, they got to ride Pandora, Rise, Guardians of the Galaxy, plus Slinky Dog. So they hit up all the big attractions. Um, they had some, you know, this trip was supposed to be, she posted this was supposed to be a couple years ago, but everything with the pandemic and stuff, it got pushed off. So uh, it, from all the photos, uh, it being in the Magic Kingdom with the fireworks and it said multiple generations, the matching T-shirts, it looks like they had an amazing family trip that it meant a lot to them. 
that's what it's all about. That's why we do these podcasts. That's why we do these picks of the week to everybody can share that their your family trips uh, and memories with all of us. And I'm glad that she did. And for that, she gets my pick of the week. Very good pick. You know, I'm going to take two picks this week because Dave isn't here, so I'm going to cheat a little bit. Uh, but both of my tri- both of my picks are kind of trip recaps because we had two people that have been on some amazing vacations. The first one is going to go to Derek Pitzer, our, our near and dear good friend. He had an amazing adults-only trip. He kept us going every single day with some amazing pictures, helped me get through my day, seeing them, enjoying it. And my other pick is going to go to Jeffrey Newbar, who was on the Alaskan cruise. Uh, he's been posting his daily posts every day, and he's got some great pictures on there. And uh, Jeffrey, you guys have my pick of the week. Absolutely love it. Um, they look like they had just an incredible time. I absolutely, it's, I love seeing people creating those memories that last a lifetime because that's what this show is all about. Is not only you know us being in your ear, but also you sharing your lives with us. And that's the amazing part is that you open up to us and you let us be a part of your life. And we appreciate you for that very, very much, guys. So much going on with the DDP Today family. Not only are we literally hours away when you hear this from setting sail on a beautiful uh, cruise and being in our uh, in our happy place with the with the with the meetup. Hope to see you July the tenth uh, from at one p.m. there at the boardwalk. But also we do have the amazing announcement of Universal Unleashed Knights of Fear 2022. We've got some other amazing things coming. We will be announcing in the near future what we have planned for 2023, guys. There, this is an amazing time to be a part of this family, and we want to thank you for letting us be a part of your Disney family as well. With that said, guys, let's close it up. Let's head over to the Patreon. On the Patreon side, it's just going to be Joe and I, and we're going to discuss a little bit about what our expectations are, what we're looking forward to most for this year's DDP family vacation coming up. But let's start with some closing words. Mike, starting with you, bud. Yeah, listen, I had a great time talking about these meetups. Obviously, I'm very excited for some of these upcoming meetups that we have coming on, and I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. I apologize to the Patreon family tonight that I cannot make it on for the show. Uh, I have to work tonight, so uh, I'm trying to get all my work days in so that I can have these great meetups. i got to go to work in a few minutes, so uh, I wanted to get on here, say hello to everybody, and I will literally see you next week. Oh, I can't wait. Joe. So, man, just going to say it now and say it again. I can't wait dude for this weekend and for the cruise it's gonna be so much fun and the fact that we talked about this topic tonight this is why i love disney world it's not about being in the parks it's not about riding the latest attractions it's about being at the resorts meeting up with friends meeting up with these people that you've established relationship with uh, you know through our ddp family on facebook and stuff and just going over the the best and worst place to meet up is a lot of fun love the topic and I'm looking forward to uh, our patreon show so stand by stand by patreon you guys are on deck I absolutely love it. DDP Today family, have an amazing week. Spread some cheers, smile, make someone's day, and keep it Disney. Guys, we cannot wait to see you real soon. Have a good week, everybody. Have a good night. See you, guys. On behalf of the Disney dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the and that is a wrap.
This has been YDF Media Productions.